everyone. Welcome back to the Grow and Learn podcast. This is Zarina Dimitrova, and I'm joined today by Ryan Dowdy, uh, a sales pro and uh, the CEO of a company called uh, Social Sellers Academy. Uh, she's been running this company for more than 15 years with um, strong experience in consulting entrepreneurs and CEOs uh, in building very strong and well, well-performing sales teams. <laughs> Hi, Ryan. Welcome. Hi, Zarina. Thank you. Where, where are you based, Ryan? Um, so I'm in, I'm in the States. I'm in the United States. I live in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, so mm-hmm. right smack dab in the middle um, of the country here in the States. Um, are you serving most of your clients online or how, how, the, how does your business work normally? Yeah, absolutely. So we actually, we do serve clients all over the world, which I was telling you before we hit record is like my favorite part of entrepreneurship is the global impact that we get to make. But yeah, I am. Um, we serve clients all virtually uh, all over the world, which is really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I read in your uh, one page bio summary that uh, you started by um, advising women to jump off ship, jump off uh, of their corporate career and start their own business, build their um, sales capabilities. Mm-hmm. What was what was your um, greatest learning from this experience with women entrepreneurs? Yeah. So, you know, I spent about 15 years in the corporate world in sales and never really intended Zarina to become an entrepreneur um, until um, one day I just woke up and I was like, this is just not the life that I want to live forever. And uh, it didn't occur to me even to really start a business at first. I thought that I would have to like change industries or do something different. And when I was networking and talking to people and just like, what are people doing? You know, I've been in the same career lane for so long. Um, is where I just kept meeting really talented women who were looking to leave their full-time jobs and start businesses, but their businesses weren't making any money. And I was like, what's going on here? Right. And in, in further investigation of the space, I found that a lot of people don't love sales. Um, they don't love the idea of sales. And most folks, if you had told them that entrepreneurship was a sales job might have made a different choice. So uh, for me, it was the learning how to take something that most people, you asked me like, what was my biggest learning in that experience was taking something that a lot of people find intimidating or overwhelming or even gross or pushy or yucky or all the words that I hear and making it really simple and actionable and giving step-by-step processes so that even someone who has no experience can follow those processes. Um, But it was having to learn, like, again, as somebody who had been in sales my entire career, I had to really pull apart, like, what did I do? Why was I good at this? Right. Um, So that was kind of my, my biggest lesson there. Mm-hmm. And how long in general did you have to engage with an entrepreneur to, let's say, make their sales process successful? I'm just curious, how long does it take to turn around the, the mindset of somebody to sales? Because um, I've, I've, I'm speaking to a, a lot of coaches, executive coaches, personal development coaches, and their biggest problem is sales. They're super capable people, especially women, women with children, yep. and they all face the same problem. So. How long does it take and, and, and at what point do they get it and turn around? Sure. You know, we've had women who have gone through user free resources and within a couple of days have turned it around. And we've had people that it's taken them considerably longer. Um, I think it really go- ties back to belief in themselves and what they're doing. Right. And so 
um, the faster that the, the more somebody believes in what they're doing and their ability to help people and their ability to serve, the faster we can turn the sales piece around uh, when there's a lot of imposter syndrome and fear and I'm not sure, or what if I'm not good enough or what if clients are disappointed? Because then we have two different mindset problems going on, right? Like it's not just the sales mindset, it's their mindset, their ability to deliver at all, right? Whereas somebody feels really strongly about their ability to deliver, if they could just find some flipping clients, right? Like those people, we can make it happen a little bit faster because again, once you give structure to something and take away kind of the, you know, what they find scary about it, they can, they can take action on it pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I find that most people say, uh, I understand what I need to do, but I don't know how. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I, I suppose that's what you're doing or can, can you give us an, as an example, a few steps maybe of this process? Sure. Um, so, you know, step one in sales in general is um, go talk to people, <laughs> right? Um, so many people are, I ask them, like, how are you currently spending your time in your business? And I get things like, well, I'm working on my website or I'm developing my offer or I'm, you know, creating a lot of social media content or I'm building a freebie or I'm building an email list or, you know, I am working on this thing or that thing or, or whatever. Maybe I'm, I'm building a course. Um, I hear a lot of those things. And while those are all excellent things and things that are important in business, they're, they're typically not the first things that we need. Like when you're brand new in business, trying to sign clients, um, they're not, they're not the most important thing, unless you were like literally an e-commerce business that needs the website to like process the order. Um, it's not the most important thing. I always say that the most important thing is to go talk to people, um, on social media, you know, in person, whatever works best for you. Um, so step one of the process is to start conversations with new people every single day, like make it a goal. I'm going to talk to X number of new people. Um, and that is typically the hardest part, Zarina, for like, okay, but what am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to do? Um, and we just really focus on what would you say to somebody new that you met um, at a networking event or a neighborhood barbecue, or, um, you know, if you were at a, a business meeting, you would, hi, my name is, <laughs> what's your name? What do you do? That's really interesting. Tell me more about that. How did you get into that? Right? So we really focus on just very simple, like go start conversations. And then we can worry about the exact right people and the exact right you know, solutions and, um, and those types of things. But like step one of the process is always, you know, I always say that the more people we talk to, the more money that we make, right. Mm. Uh, conversations equals uh, relationships and relationships equals clients. So that's kind of the first couple of steps of the process is just get out of our own way, get out from behind, you know, the, 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 the to-do list of things that aren't making us any money and just going and showing up and talking to people. Mm -hmm. I suppose you use a specific platform that um, has them, to mingle with people that have something in common. Otherwise you wouldn't just randomly approach sure. somebody. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it just depends on the business, right? Like I, I think it works on all platforms. Um, it can work on Facebook. It can work on Instagram. It can work on LinkedIn. It can work in person. It can work on Clubhouse. It can work on TikTok. Um, it can work at in-person networking events, right? Like it, it doesn't really matter the platform. I mean, yes, of course. We're I, I mean, not the technology platform. I, I, I meant a platform that is a common topic that gives them a, common thing to talk about let's sure. say a group about entrepreneurs yeah. or a group about whatever totally. Mm. totally yeah so like if you're a facebook group uh, if you serve entrepreneurs facebook groups full of entrepreneurs right if you serve moms you know on instagram you're interacting with moms if you serve um you know business leaders in the corporate space then that's who you're connecting with on linkedin mm -hmm. and so what is the next step 
Um, as far as, you know, starting conversations, step two is to uh, start to qualify, right? Like first we're talking to everybody um, mm-hmm. and then it's moving them through that funnel of who, who are our people, right? Um, the best example I can give you is like when we go into a, um, a networking event, right? Like nobody's wearing a sign around their neck that says, I need whatever it is that you do. Right. Right. But we still have to go into the room and introduce them and say hi and and get to know them. So then in our conversations, we're looking for baseline information to determine, is this person, I always say people belong in three buckets, right? They belong in the um, potential client, potential referral partner, potential collaboration partner, right? So I'm asking questions um, to build the relationship, but also to figure out where does this person go, right? Are they a potential client? Do they fit that criteria? Do they have the problem that I solve or potentially have the problem that I solve? Are they someone who maybe we, we work with similar audiences or similar people and we can collaborate on things, or are they someone who maybe we both serve the same audience and we can, we can, you know, pass business back and forth. So it's, let's just go talk to people. And then we start to kind of sort through those people and figure out what bucket do they belong in? And then we focus on the relationship from there. Mm -hmm. Would you say that this is, um, irrespective of culture. So does it work in all cultures because you work internationally or is this more of a, of, of the way it works in the U S I mean, we have clients all over the world. Um, I have only had one client tell me that she did not feel like the strategies that we teach, uh, would work in her culture. I'm trying to remember where she lived. It was somewhere in Europe. And she was like, I love what you teach. Just you, the people that we serve, they just don't respond in that way. They're very, um, uh, skeptical and nervous, and they're just not big networkers. They keep to themselves. I forget where I wish I could remember. It was a long time ago because it was the first time Zarina I had ever heard that objection. Um, but again, I mean, we work with clients in the U.S. and Canada, in Europe and Australia. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we have clients all over the place, you know, South America, um, that are doing what we teach. So I'm sure they're absolutely positively our cultural limitations. Um, but none that I can be like, this culture does not respond well to this. Right, I understand. Okay. And once they qualify, you advise them to give them an offer? Or what is no, the no, third no, no, step? No. Um, we, we would qualify and then make an invitation to a sales conversation, mm-hmm. right? So if somebody does, in fact, fit the criteria of an ideal client, we can you know, then invite them into a sales conversation. Mm-hmm. We always say that we, we, you know, we don't pitch without permission. Um, so we're never making offers unless both people in the conversation are aware that this is designed to be a sales conversation. We're seeing if we are a fit to work together, if our solutions are a good fit for them. Nice. Okay. But you also help, um, um, executives, CEOs to run their sales uh, organizations or to take the burden off of their shoulders to run their sales organizations. How do you do that? Yeah, absolutely. So in um, Social Sellers Academy, um, which is the business I spend the majority of my time in right now, um, we work specifically with seven and eight figure CEOs on the development of their sales teams. So they're primarily rapid growth business business owners who are in that space where they are ready to start building out their sales organization so that they are not responsible, fully responsible for driving revenue in the business. Um, So we do that by way of, we kind of say we take a three-pronged approach, if you will, to business um, you know, well, sales in general is one, it's the system, right? What are the sales systems in place in your business, um, that 
you know, what is your sales process? How do people make buying decisions? Who's your ideal client? All those things. Um, and then we focus on team, right? Finding the people that are the right fit for your organization. Uh, and then we focus on mastery, uh, which is really practice. Uh, spending a lot of time studying sales, doing the work, role playing, um, coaching, time management, all of those different things. So um, knowing again, our, our entrepreneurs and business owners that we support are, are typically moving pretty quickly. Uh, they're small, lean and green, you know, lean and mean teams. Um, so they don't have the time, effort, energy to spend training a salesperson the amount of time that that person really needs to be trained to be successful. So we kind of fill that gap in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Do you find that in general, the, the COVID crisis has made it easier or more difficult for companies to sell better, to improve their sales? I think it's just, I mean, it depends on the type of business, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Businesses, obviously, if what you sell requires people to be in person and a lot of travel and different things like that, it hurt your business, right? If a lot of the online entrepreneurs that we work with, um, are a lot of coaches and consultants and marketers and different things like that, that um, COVID has not really impacted their business. Um, and and in, in, or if it has, it's really been more positive than not. I see. Mm-hmm. So what's next in your, in your career? Where are you heading to? Yeah. Where's your, what's your vision about uh, your company? <laughs> sure. Um, so Social Sellers Academy, you know, we always say that our, our goal is, our vision is to be, um, you know, the best sales training organization in the world, right? So right now we serve a very small corner of the world, um, business world by serving entrepreneurs. So I think big picture, we wind up with a lot of different, um, arms inside of the business, meaning like right now we work with entrepreneurs, but I'd love to get into serving people who sell insurance, right? Serving real estate agents, serving, um, just different industries, financial services industries, uh, technology industries. So really kind of building out solutions that are specific to industry. Uh, Cause again, I know that we speak our own language in online entrepreneurship, right? Um, things like launches and different stuff like that. You know, your traditional technology company doesn't do, right? They don't, they don't launch, they don't run webinars. Um, so really lining out all different industries and ways to support um, different industries by way of leveraging social media as a sales tool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Very nice. And are there any wow stories, significant stories that uh, that you've experienced after consulting? So the results that that you have experienced. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, um, a lot of our clients, our goal, we always say that our deliverable at Social Seller Academy, Social Sellers Academy is to 10x your investment in your salesperson. Meaning if your salesperson, their salary is $40,000 a year, that our goal is to make sure they contribute $400,000 to the business, right? Um, So we are, we are, the business is less than a year old. um, And we are able to pretty consistently do that. If as long as the businesses are in a really great um, fit for what we do, they have a proven offer, they know their ideal client, they have a proven launch system. Um, So it's been a lot of fun to watch people hire and that person really take off and generate a lot of revenue for the business, but then also gives that business owner time to do the things that they enjoy in their business, right? Like I said, we were talking about the new entrepreneurs. Most people didn't get into entrepreneurship to be in sales, right? It's not what they love. It's not what they like to do. Um, So it's been a lot of fun to watch that shift happen um, for for the companies that we support. Um, We've had one company, you know, um, by working with our team, they had their first million dollar launch this year, uh, which is a lot of fun. We had another company, you know, they're a social seller in their 
uh, within like their first 90 days on the job had closed almost $100,000 in business. So um, we've had a lot of fun helping our clients, you know, create culture and sales um, that didn't require more of their time. Awesome. Wishing you the best of luck with your business and with what you do. Uh, where can people find you? What is the contact? Maybe you can spell it out and I'll also yeah. put a link below. Awesome. Thanks, Serena. So yeah, the um, people can find us. We are at uh, dailysalesondemandforceos.com. Uh, we also have a podcast by the exact same name. Um, and then my name is Ryan Dowdy. So um, I'm a very avid networker. You can find me on all of the social platforms and I love to connect and build new relationships. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ryan. I loved connecting with you and I loved our conversation. Hope you come back for more <laughs> tips on sales. Thank you.